0: season with us new cards
1: welcome to episode one of the new season of spoiler season uh for rivals of ixalan before we get started uh thanks again to our sponsors new england comics uh check them out at nec coolidge on facebook and to flipside gaming which you can find at flipsidegaming.com so katie we have uh quite a number of cards that have been previewed so far uh dating back from a couple of weeks ago when a few trickled out uh, and we just got some some more today, now that this week of spoilers has officially begun.
0: Offic- official spoilers, rather than our classic spoiled spoilers. Ah, uh, yes.
1: <laughs> the, the whole, ah, uh, someone in the factory brought home an uncut sheet. <laughs> Whoops. And posted it online.
0: That was too bad. Our
1: bad. So, uh, our first spoiler. Now this, Katie, this is a f- uh, format staple.
0: Yeah, no, this is a... Uh... I don't know if people will remember this card. This is Evolving Wild.
1: It's it's basically a fetch land that gets you any color of mana. Oh my
0: gosh. But if you're used to playing modern, don't take down your life total, because this one won't ding you.
1: That's true. It's just like a strict upgrade, basically.
0: Right, except the whole, like, you know, the basic comes into play tapped.
1: Hey, you know what? Uh, we, you do what you can. And uh, Evolving Wilds has uh, continued to evolve into a standard playable <laughs> card these last couple of years, uh, where... Uh, I forget what format it was, but Evolving Wilds has seen some play in Standard. Yeah. Um, when like it used to be regarded as garbage and like ah. no one really played it, but Evolving Wilds is like you know you, you play it sometimes. It's not yeah. bad.
0: Yeah. I, I take it seriously.
1: Yeah. So especially
0: with like um you know Fatal Push, you're like.
1: Oh yeah, Indexed with that. like blue black right? Like this is just better than. Well, it's not. I mean, it <laughs> it is conditionally better than like Submerged Boneyard, which is the ETB mm. tapped land if you're running Fatal Push, right? Uh, because you get to trigger that Revolt. Um, And I just always like having these cards in limited because being able to fix your mana um, uh, helps you to avoid the feel bad moments where you just kind of get color screwed and don't get to play.
0: And it's fixing in any color because classically the fixing is just in green.
1: Right, 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 which is nice.
0: So, all right, moving on to like real cards that are new. (laughs) What's next? We have Brass's Bounty.
1: Yes, this is red six sorcery for each land you control. Create a colorless treasure artifact token with... What do treasures do, Katie?
0: You sack them and get mana.
1: No, you tap and sack them to get mana.
0: That's like... Yeah, okay, fine. You tap and sack them.
1: Yeah, that's really important because otherwise improvise. I never tap
0: them, but no one is called a judge on me.
1: Well, uh, I will keep an eye on you next time then.
0: I don't know that I've sacked treasures in like a sanctioned event. Like a... (laughs) (laughs) what pbtq deck but
1: i bet you put some energy counters down
0: oh man so many so many so many
1: so uh this is the one of the like marquee expensive red sorceries that don't do anything um i mean
0: this goes in the red black revel in riches deck
1: oh yeah that's yeah. right that one
0: you you played revel and riches earlier presumably i don't know how much it costs mm-hmm. i assume less than seven it costs and then five. okay oh my so gosh, a little less than five seven. It's, it's so five. expensive <laughs> i thought it was like a three drop okay no. sure so you resolve it on five and then on turn seven just like approach you cast your seven <laughs> cost sorcery
1: and do you think you're dead to ramen red at that point
0: no, no 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 i mean i know you don't have like fumigate on five to wipe the board and gain yeah, life because yeah. you were busy playing revel <laughs> and riches <laughs> but i'm pretty sure you just win the game on the spot
1: so more seriously <laughs> while this does not have a place i don't think in standard um uh, because like if you think about it this is what if you cast this fairly it's gonna get you seven treasure and what are you ramping to like there's nothing to ramp to uh and this like is not
0: this is a combo win card okay
1: fine hold on and if you're casting it early if you're casting it with like cheating it with mana dorks then you're not, not getting any treasure, treasure yeah yeah so i, I think I, you know people who play that format with like commanders and edhs oh, and I've heard of element yeah. ops like i think they would like this card because i've heard that people in that format like cards that are expensive and uh make mana so hmm. hey you know what why not yeah why not
0: all right, our next card is super flavorful. This is Captain's Hook. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. It's an artifact equipment, three mana. Equipped creature gets plus two plus zero and has menace. And it's a pirate in addition to other creature types. When Captain's Hook becomes unattached to the permanent, from the permanent, sorry, the, yeah. the logo, um, destroy that permanent, and it costs one to equip.
1: Wow. Yeah, you uh, pull that hook out of the pirate, and they just die. <laughs> they like, they yeah. drop dead.
0: The menace is nice though.
1: Well, yeah, it's funny because um, if this had been a little cheaper, I think like this you could have played this and constructed. Like, equip one is nice. If this had cost one or two to play, I could see playing this. But as it is, three mana is way too much. Yeah. And uh, in limited though, this I think is pretty be good. Great. Yeah. yeah. Like this kind of equipment with a power buff and menace and. I don't know how relevant it is to become a pirate like if you're not already in a pirate deck right. but still the first two things are pretty good and I don't think that you would unattach it like if you're gonna attach it it means the creature's already useless like yeah they've put a pacifism uh on it or something so you don't really care
0: yeah but pretty fun yeah. and uh yeah I'll, I'll definitely be looking to pick these up in limited I think I just think menace and the power buff are pretty agreed serious all right cool oh oh I'm sorry. I get to read the next one too, and then you can go. But yeah, please. This is um, Silver Gill. Gosh, Silver Gill. Silver
1: Gill. Gosh.
0: No, <laughs> Silver Gill Adept, which is blue one for two one Murfolk Wizard. As an additional cost, either reveal a Merfolk or pay three. And when it enters the battlefield, draw a card.
1: Hmm. Uh,
0: this is great in a Murpho deck. Murfolk deck only but it reminds me of um what was that elf that you played that was two mana visionary visionary yeah. elvish visionary
1: yeah this is this is i mean this is a card modern card when right the yeah this is played in the modern merfolk deck uh and it is their elvish visionary um because you'll always have a merfolk in hand um or yeah. you, you in the modern deck right you vial this in so even if you don't have a merfolk in hand like it's not a big deal uh, if like you're top you in slate to you probably it. have a vial on two yeah. so you just vial it in and then you're good you don't have to pay it uh, and, yeah, it replaces itself, which is great. Um, it remains to be seen whether Merfolk will get enough support in yeah. Rivals to be played. Yeah. And not just enough support, <laughs> but, like, can you make a can deck that's better than Teamer Energy?
0: And Ramanop Red.
1: Man, we've been talking every spoiler season we've done since, like, after Kaladesh has been, uh, but will it be able to compete with deck in Teamer colors that is energy-based, right? Sahili yeah. Marvel energy yeah <sighs> can't wait till till we maybe it's we
0: not even that. rotating for a while so we just no. need to like accept it at least this doesn't go in team or energy
1: that's true that's true definitely that's bad true. not like our next card
0: Oh, one one of
1: our friends will play in team or energy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yes yeah, so our next card is a uh, part of a cycle of elder dinosaurs which is kind of a strange thing to say this is galta primal hunger it is green green ten. You heard that right. Green green ten.
0: Whoa, that's almost as much as ever cool. Whoa.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> legendary creature. Elder Dinosaur. It's at twelve twelve. And it costs X less to cast, where X is the total power of creatures you control, and it has trample. I didn't see the trample. the is relevant. The
0: trample's super relevant. Good. That Otherwise, makes it a just
1: lot thopters. And-
0: yeah, twelve twelve trample. You need to like block with a carnage tyrant. <laughs> and another carnage tyrant i mean two for one yeah like it
1: doesn't have any kind of evasion like i mean sorry it doesn't have evasion it doesn't have any kind of um protection like you just kill it
0: yeah but it's big it's big like i guess like you're harness, not gonna harness common, yeah harness
1: is the most common one and is like you, you won't always have this. enough energy to do that uh Rascals contempt will kill it <clears throat> walk the but plane but teamer
0: decks don't have access to Vraska's contempt that's true team of sure. black might. Yeah, maybe depending how heavy their black splash is. It also
1: can be countered. Um but hey, this card is is not the worst. Let's say that you're playing, <laughs> let's say
0: hypothetically. So
1: can we put this in team energy? So on turn 2 I play servant, on turn 3 I play a like Hydra. On
0: turn 1 you played a tune so you have more energy.
1: Okay. Well, uh, cuz if
0: you're going to pump a hydra so that, that's the power that's reducing oh, I wasn't the cost. Going to. Oh, I was okay. just
1: going to just do it normal. So we have like what six on by turn three, and then on turn four, we play a land, and on turn four we have five mana, and we have four or five six power, so that's eleven. Pump the hydra ones. Pump the hydro ones. Yeah, so you could play this on turn five in teamer. And like a pretty not unreasonable situation. If you yeah. went, like, what if you go you go turn three, rogue refiner? Uh so you, let's say you attune, you rogue refiner, you whirler, and then you have three uh, four, five, and you make two thopters. That's five, six, seven, and then you have five. Yeah, you can like regularly cast this pretty early. Yeah. Maybe it's worth testing, because that early too, they're not going to have harness lightning for it.
0: Right. No, certainly not with twelve energy mm. and uh, the the trample. the trample. I have
1: can I've I've changed my mind <laughs> on this card in the middle of our discussion. I think I will huh. test this card. Yeah. Uh, but I think
0: but this might drive more people to be more in like the salt teamer. like if you have to have contempts or like
1: or i just think just like pushing we've seen versions of teamer that are running uh like essence scatter and supreme will true, and oh, true. are some mix of those so like it could push them more toward that kind yeah. of shell uh, i like it though that's interesting yeah. yeah
0: can you imagine having to hold up essence scatter on turn oh well turn five people are already trying to do that for <laughs> scarab god if yeah. you're team or dark or whatever yeah but yeah it's
1: a cool card I'm sure it'll uh, roar its way into standard uh, through a couple decks.
0: Definitely splashy. Yeah.
1: yeah. So our next card uh, is Storm the Vault, which is part of a cycle of what appears to be a cycle of enemy-colored enchantments that flip into lands, kind of like what we saw with the monocolored uh, back in Ixalan. So Storm the Vault is red-blue 2, and it's a legendary enchantment. Whenever one or more creatures you control deal climate damage to a player, create a colorless treasure artifact token with... You know what treasures do already. At the beginning of your end step, if you control five or more artifacts, transform, storm the vault. And what does it turn into?
0: Vault of Catlacan. What was that? How do you read that? (laughs) Say that louder. Why is there an L after a T? Catlacan? Yeah.
1: Catlacan. Wrong. Okay. And what does Vault of Catlacan do?
0: You can add mana of any color. That's very nice. That is very nice. Any color. Any color. That's great. They Things have, like Ascanto yeah. only add blue. That's true. I like this already. Hey. Alright, but it does but wait, there's, there's more. more. Yeah. You can add oh now it's specific. <laughs> blue to your mana pool for each artifact you control. Great, so if you're in a colorless deck, you have to add blue. And if you're not, you can you can add any color. Weird. Weird design. I don't know why that bothers you.
1: <laughs> it just bothers it's me. Fine. Why is the
0: thing to do with artifacts specify blue?
1: Because it's a re—it's like a functional reprint of Tolarian Academy.
0: Mm, yes, and if I knew that card, maybe I would appreciate it.
1: Uh, well, Tolarian <laughs> Academy did this, <laughs> but Weird. only with tapping blue for artifacts. And additionally, too, like blue is tied—the color that's tied to artifact, like okay. mana production for artifacts, right? So it makes—I think it makes total sense. Um, and what do we think of this card in constructed formats? Uh,
0: I mean, we don't have artifact construct okay so i mean it doesn't seem relevant in standard
1: well yeah
0: like what what artifact decks are there i mean like sh-
1: that's the problem there's nothing that w- like what do you want the mana for
0: like yeah but also yeah what do you want the mana for and it's not like you're i don't know like putting out a ton of artifacts to generate a lot of mana to do something with like exactly i don't know if there's some common deck wasn't there like some weird artifact in kaladesh that was like seven mana and like did something every turn. Uh, there's like
1: Planar know. Bridge, and there's like yeah, like something like that. Um, uh, Paradox Engine. Oh, that's like what expensive I was thinking artifacts, about. but like they don't work with this,
0: right? Because you need multiple. Yeah, I don't. Yeah,
1: I don't know. This card, like, it's a cool card, I just, and like people like to learn Academy, but like you're paying four mana in blue and red to flip it, and then it's not clear what you're using the mana for. So yeah. I don't, I don't really, don't really get it. And uh, does
0: it make it into modern?
1: No. Because you have
0: Tolarian Academy.
1: No, you don't have Tolarian Academy. In People don't play that? That would be insane in affinity.
0: Oh, that's why I've never heard of it. That's why i never heard of, of it. Because that's where it's I would have heard modern. of it.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Wow, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go.
1: Though we're going back to Dominaria, so maybe uh, Tolaria will show up in some form. Um, what's our next card?
0: This is... Oh, can you give me something I can read? No, I
1: like giving you the ones that have weird <laughs> letters and weird spots
0: tetzimok yes goodness tetzimok primal death
1: <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't expecting tetzimok primal death yes yeah, so rather than primal primal secondary death. death no i think you put the emphasis in the interesting spot
0: primal death
1: yeah primal death
0: <laughs> primal death
1: primal de- <laughs> do you ever say uh i like that blue car
0: of course no
1: you say that was a cool blue car <laughs> Not that was a blue uh, car.
0: Tetsumok Primal Death, Black Black Four Six Six Legendary. You're
1: trying to the people. You don't. You don't like people who say "in" in fact as "infect."
0: Well, that's just wrong.
1: Well, that's what you're doing.
0: <laughs> this is different. Not really. <laughs> it's just it's infect. It's a real world word in real life. <laughs> it doesn't just mean a deck in modern.
1: Wait wait
0: really <laughs> like I think infectious some people would be surprised disease, by that you know the emphasis is on the second syllable read the rest of the card I'm sorry this is our black elder dino um, not quite as flashy as the green one up front so black black 4 for 6-6 six, six. death touch very nice black reveal it from your hand put a prey counter on target creature activate the ability only during your turn ooh when it enters the battlefield, destroy each, cre- each creature your opponent controls with a prey counter on it. What do you think? So this is interesting. So, you can have it in your hand early. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have stuff to do with your mana and you don't want to hold it up because it does have to be on your turn, mm-hmm. you can pay black as many times as you want. You don't have to. Yeah, you can pay black as many times as you want and keep flashing this card. Mm-hmm. Put prey counters on a bunch of things. And then kill them, but they'll see it coming if you do that, mm-hmm. right? Like, so if anyone's playing counter magic, it's useless. But um...
1: yeah, I think it produces an interesting uh, like tension because this. So one of the things uh, we've talked about in the past is how um, for control decks, blue white doesn't have spot removal, and blue black doesn't have sweepers. Right? I should say mm. good sweepers and good spot removal, right? So. This is, like, this is a decent, I mean, it's a board wipe attached to a 6-6, which is not terrible, Um, but it's mana intensive early because you're, like, having to tap out and do this when your turn. Like, you can do it over several turns, but then there's this tension where, like, oh, it's not going to be much of a board wipe if your opponent just stops playing out creatures. But if your opponent stops playing out creatures in your control deck, you're not too upset about that, right? Like, that means that... Maybe if you can just deal with them on the board, then like you're set. So it creates kind of an interesting mini game. It's like when you know your opponent has a sweeper, right? Or you right. know your opponent, ha- or you think they have settle or something. It's like you play differently, and um, just the presence of this kind of a card in your hand could force your opponent to play differently, um, unless they, you know, do have a counter spell or they think that they can race this because it is six mana. Yeah. Um, so they think they can kill you before it. Uh,
0: and it it it's. If they want to play it on turn 6, mm-hmm. they're not playing on curve for the turns leading up to 6, right? If they're paying for this and right, casting right. other spells.
1: But, like, you you don't have to play that much off-curve. Like, yeah. if you're just going to activate it once a turn, then that's just one black mana. And that, that is a big deal. Um, but you don't have to do a whole bunch of it uh, all at once. Um, so I, I think it's an interesting card. Uh, it's cool. Uh, and... Again, it makes these it makes decks with essence scatter better and like yeah. counter magic better, especially when you are um, like telling your opponent, "Hey, <laughs> I have this board wipe. I'm gonna play it." Yeah. Uh, one interesting thing, though, that uh, another thing that this card does is it does deal with bristling hydra, kind of, and that it forces your opponent to, if they want to protect their hydra, they have to continuously give it hexproof. And if they don't, then you just get to play this and it dies, right?
0: You mean a hexproof to avoid the prey counter? The prey
1: counter. Because once the prey counter is on it, if you just play Tetsamok, then Bristling Hydra will die. Yeah, And that's it, depending true. on how much energy they have, too, you can always—this uh, doesn't say you can only do it as a sorcery. Uh, so you can activate this if they hexproof, activate it. If the hexproof, harness lightning, right? Right. And then you've only spent one card, and they've spent six energy— I'm just saying, like, there's some interesting things you can do with it, and it does interact with some of the key cards in the format in interesting Mm. ways. Um,
0: Yeah. so It 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 is bad against
1: Whirler, though, because you play it, and then they just make a bunch of Thopters, and now...
0: Yeah. Well, it's too slow, too. Like, Whirler's down on three and making a bunch of Thopters. Well, what
1: I'm saying is usually board board wipes are the way that you deal with Whirler yeah but yeah, you can't yeah if they, the moment you show them this they're not going to make thopters right, right? they're just going to like just make it a response yeah make them a response when you cast it um
0: yeah so are you picturing this as like a control decky card
1: oh i'm just i'm trying to think of where it yeah. could go like you because you could like try it in control um but also like in even just in uh, a mid-range deck like a teamer black deck ish uh, some kind of mid-range thing like this is nice um it's nice because it only is a board wipe for the cards that you want to kill, so like you don't have to worry about it killing your own things. Um, and you can just use it too, like if you just want to use it as a noxious gear hulk. Yeah. That's fine. Like it doesn't have to be a board wipe. You that's can just true. say, oh, I'm going to play this and kill a creature or two, right? Right. Um, and that's a totally reasonable thing to do. You have a six six with death touch. Great. Just
0: pretty good, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. So I I like the card. Uh, I'm I. Yeah,
0: I'm interested. I don't know how good it will be, but I sort of feel like it bears testing in some deck.
1: Yeah. It's a cool it's a cool design. It's a very um,
0: cool design, yeah. I I like the idea like a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to try it in a couple different shells and see where it goes. So our next card is the Immortal Sun. It's,
0: hey, that's hey. that's that thing that's been keeping our planeswalkers. That's trapped. right.
1: That's right. It is a six mana legendary artifact. And it basically just does all the things. Uh, players can't activate planeswalkers loyalty abilities uh, because basically planeswalkers can't planeswalk which apparently involves like if your jay is just making an illusion because he can't use that loyalty <laughs> ability now uh at the beginning of your draw step draw an additional card spells okay. you cast costs one less to cast creatures you control get plus and plus one and uh that's it
0: yeah spell reducing spell cost after you've played a six mana artifact seems really relevant um
1: so this is this is the thing that's interesting uh
0: creatures get plus one plus one what is this supposed to be in
1: it's just everything katie it's like a creature deck well it's 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 it's, i think it's a good again it's a good commander card um Uh. and you pointed out the big flaw with part of it right it's like if you're playing this the cost reduction thing doesn't matter a ton after you've cast a six drop for like standard uh creatures control get plus at plus plus one is nice uh i personally like the drawing an extra card every turn it's yeah it's pretty nice but also for six mana you're doing that yeah. uh i don't i don't know how worthwhile that is and you're shutting off planeswalkers so like you you can't run planeswalkers and planeswalkers are pretty good okay
0: wait hear me out i'm listening okay you know sunbirds invocation i do know sunbirds invocation which is like pretty cool and sometimes goes crazy do you want to know why i crazy. know sunbirds invocation what? yes why it's
1: because at our store is game day version of game day uh one of my friends was playing some two sunbirds invocation in his team or deck and he defeated me when he cast nickel bolus <laughs> into double sunbirds oh and he god. cascaded into a scarab god And then I just conceded before he could do the second one. Mm. Um, So that was pretty good. Yeah. So I do know Sunburst Invocation. Tell me more.
0: Well, so I was going to say, it can do crazy things like that where it it cascades and wins on the spot. Or Um, it can
1: find you in a tune.
0: Or it can find you in a tune. So this is sort of a similar idea. It's six mana to put down. It draws you an additional card per turn. So it's not quite like each spell cascades. Combos with Locust God. Oh yeah!
1: Yeah, yeah. You get to make yeah. two insects.
0: Hmm. Yes, but yeah. So you're you're drawing an additional card, and then you get to cast both. So it's almost like Sunbirds, where you oh, like so you guys, cast really one like into God, another. So you
1: know, like no locus hate here, no locust hate here. Gosh. But yeah, I I I, I feel you 100. Uh, you yeah, it does something kind of like that other six drop that doesn't see any play.
0: Yeah, but it's yeah, but it's a fun six draw.
1: Sure. You don't think Invocation is fun?
0: Oh, no. I think Invocation is fun. I think this is less fun.
1: Oh, I see. I see. I see. Uh, it does, I mean, makes all your Thopters do twos.
0: Yeah. Why Why do you have Thopters on turn six? You're because already... you're
1: playing Teamer Energy like a good human being.
0: <laughs> on turn six, you've already played a Scarab God and you're starting to bring their stuff back. No. Or you've played a Brass god. I'm
1: off that four-color life, let me tell you. I'm, I'm back with the pure Teamer. Dem Glory Bringers. Dem Thopters. Okay
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah basically i wouldn't i don't have high hopes for this card in standard no particularly when a braid is running around oh <laughs> and
0: yeah and confiscation six <laughs> mana and they just destroy it with a two yeah mana. <laughs>
1: and confiscation coup as well is running is like pretty common
0: this like isn't even that good to coup like, uh, like i would coup this yeah like you just your tr-
1: opponent loses it they spent their whole turn and then you get it like that's such a swing I know, Such but they've
0: probably already lost because they spent their whole <laughs> turn <term> playing
1: this. <laughs> All right, so Anyways, that's the Immortal Sun.
0: Would you play it in limited?
1: Yeah, totally. Are you kidding me? All right. Uh, any anth- I'd play any anthem in limited. Like even
0: a six drop. I yeah, guess that's fine. In also, limited, this. Right? I
1: mean, uh, and this is in, in limited. This is an anthem. So the Planeswalker thing doesn't matter. And right? it gives you late game. Uh, yeah, it gives you. It keeps the the gas flowing, and it lets yeah. you, uh, like multiple spell if you draw multiple expensive things. But mostly, like, the drawing additional card and the uh, Anthem are the, the two best things. Yeah. For limited.
0: Well, and then the off chance that the walker is relevant and your opponent has one, yeah. this is great. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, anyway, so now on to a standard playable. Yeah,
1: I think this next card, Vona's Hunger. This is a uh, black two, instant, and it has Ascend, which is ah, a new mechanic yeah. from Rivals of Ixalan. If uh, Ascend says if you control ten or more permanents, you get the city's blessing for the rest of the game.
0: What's the city's blessing? It's where
1: a building crumbles upon your head and says you are blessed. Uh, Uh, And then all your spells are better. Yeah. So uh, each player, sorry, each opponent sacrifices a creature. If you have the city's blessing, instead, each opponent sacrifices half the creatures he or she controls, rounded (sighs) up.
0: I like it. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I think this is playable because this saw like uh To the Slaughter.
0: That's what I was gonna say. Right. To the Slaughter was the best. Well it, it also got plans of Good.
1: Yeah. I mean To the Slaughter was not like, Oh, I'm playing so many of these cards and all of my standard decks, but it was definitely a role player. Like it yeah. moved between the main board and the sideboard depending on the metagame. Um it was a good it answer. Got to... Gideon. <laughs> right. And that was the main reason it saw it. like it, it hit yeah. Gideon, right? Um it also hit Bristling Hydra. Um yeah. and Vona's Hunger um, I think is is nice because it's an instant speed edict. Uh, I think you want to evaluate it right now as like...
0: What's an edict?
1: Uh, just make an opponent sac something. Oh, okay. Right. Um, so it, it, you want to evaluate it as like its floor, which is three mana instant each opponent sacs creature. And like, how good is that card? It's fine. Like you will sometimes put it in your sideboard. It's an answer to Carnage Tyrant if that terrible dinosaur ends up showing up. Uh, More frequently, and if you can reliably turn on the city's blessing or like obtain the city's blessing through another card and then activate this, then yeah, the card is is better. Uh, But like, keep in mind that it doesn't mean it's like half a board wipe, right? Like sometimes your opponent might have two or three creatures out. It means it's going to kill two of them, which is good for three mana instant speed. It's awesome, but it you know they can sack their rogue refiner refiner and and servant and and they leave their (laughs) well rogue refiner servant leave their hydra um behind um so you know edicts are always best when they only have one creature right um but yeah it's an it's an instant speed edict uh, i it'll see some play yeah yeah i'm happy to happy to have it in the format
0: very cool our next card is another merfolk oh this is blue two for a two three merfolk oh. warrior and uh river darter can't be blocked by dinosaurs oh. which as we know is super relevant because there are so many dinos in standard
1: well maybe not in standard but there are a lot in limited katie
0: oh yeah in limited it's good i play this card i
1: i like this i like so <clears throat> i like the design of this card because oh? to me this indicates uh, it kind of furthers the fact that there is a lot of conflict mm. in rivals right look at the the Rival. name there oh. rivals of Ixalon is that uh these factions are at odds with each other they're fighting mm-hmm. right so now you might see i wonder if you'll see more cards like this that have tribes uh specifically Specific. referencing other tribes yeah. and having things they can't do
0: that'd be cool that'd yeah. be appropriate and and the art is very cool you have like the giant dino feet and then just this little merfolk like swimming between them yeah. unseen
1: sneaky sneaky yeah. uh and it's a three mana two three uh which unlimited is is fine
0: good rate yeah and it's a common so you'll see that our next card is Thrashing Brontodon. Green green 2 green 1. I'm just like adding cost to it. Yep, yeah, green, don't green, do green that. one just 3 for a 3 4 dino and you can pay one sack it and destroy target artifact or enchantment. I'm, a, is, I'm a fan. Yeah, this is a nice thing to have.
1: In limited?
0: Miss Rexage. I know right? <laughs> I
1: like Rexage is so good. Especially when you had Cord. Oh. Cord Sage, bam, done. Um Brontodon in limited is <clears throat> fantastic
0: how many artifacts and enchantments do you have to get rid it's of it's a three mana limited? three four. Oh, oh yeah sorry the rate limited is fine yeah who yeah. cares
1: about the ability text box like it's all upside it's just three mana three four is awesome yeah um and in, in standard i like this because so far the most common artifact and enchantment hate we see uh so a braid is main boardable yep. but that's only artifacts um and then sideboard we see this tension uh, or not tension the two cards people tend to gravitate toward are slice and tween which is four mana instant and lets you draw a card and appetite for the unnatural which is a three mana instant and cycles i uh, sorry gains you two life um so this is nice because this is actually a threat like this can right. pressure them and it, it's not going to be a dead card that sits in your hand until they find god pharaoh's gift you can hit them and then they have to deal with this before they play god pharaoh's gift uh or, you know, if they already have it out, then great. It's four mana, and you get to blow something up. Um, so it's cool. I wonder if it will see uh, play over some of the other cards we, we mentioned. Um, but I, I like it. I think it's a it's a nice card. And four toughness is super relevant. It blocks pretty much everything, right? It doesn't block Hydra. Outside of that, though, it blocks, like, Rogue Refiner. It blocks all the cards in red, except for Hazaret.
0: Yeah. doesn't die to Lightning Strike. Yeah. doesn't die to a, a braid. braid. Yeah. Um, the four toughness is super relevant.
1: Yeah. So I, I like this card.
0: Yeah, great option for sideboards, you know, if it is needed. Mm.
1: Our next card is Atzakan Seer. This is green-white one, for a two-three human druid. Uh, it taps oh, that's to a add
0: human. He's wearing a hat.
1: I'm telling you, human tribal is still there. We're coming back. All humans we know from Innistrad. <gasps> all, humans oh, all humans wear hats. All humans wear hats. The Think most powerful human. The most powerful human. Yeah. Raven Inspector had an <laughs> enormous hat, mm, okay. and that's where he got his power.
0: So let's see about this human because he has a pretty big hat. He
1: does. Uh, he taps to add mana of any color to your mana pool, uh, and he you can sack him, return target Dino from your graveyard to your hand. Which uh, is fine mm-hmm. and and you know limited like play this. It's a mana dork that's three mana, which is a little more expensive <laughs> than you might like your mana dork to be but we've seen three mana mana dork see a little bit of play blossom dryad and uh you know it brings dino's back
0: and two three are fine stats yeah
1: yeah not super excited about it but i like it like if you're in dinosaurs and you happen to be playing green white like i would play this because the the recursion ability like if they kill your big thing then you get to bring it back and that's awesome yeah so
0: yeah all right Cool. All right, so we have our first Planeswalker. Ooh,
1: Planeswalkers. <laughs> this
0: is Angroth the Flame Chained. Oh, dang. Uh, Red Black 3.
1: You must be excited, Kate. This is our, our first Minotaur Planeswalker.
0: It's not the first ever, is it? Yeah. No. It's also
1: the first Black Red Planeswalker since Sarkhan the Mad.
0: Holy guacamole. Yeah,
1: we have not had... Uh, or, I'm sorry, the first... Uh, like, solely. standard legal. Oh. Because I think there was one in, like, a conspiracy set that I actually own. Daredi. Daredi was black red. Huh. Um, but yeah, he's the first black red planeswalker in a standard set since Sarkon.
0: That's very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, all right, so let's see what it does. Uh, comes in with four loyalty for the five mana. Mm-hmm. Has a plus one. Each opponent discards a card and loses two life. hmm It's nice. Minus three, gain control of target creature until end of turn. Untap it, it gains haste until end of turn. Sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. If it has converted mana, cost three or less. Mm. And finally, minus eight. That's a while to get to. Each opponent loses life equal to the number of cards in his or her graveyard.
1: All right. Thoughts?
0: Well, um, the minus three is pretty cool.
1: It is cool right like it, it combines the uh, best of both worlds of black and red where red gets to take something and then black hijack. gets to sacrifice it right you hijack and you sack it and like that's the dream and usually you need two cards to do that but here you get to do it with one
0: yeah it's pretty cool like uh, you could take their
1: long tusk cub their 10 10 long test cub
0: yep and then swing and kill them and sack it
1: uh-huh after they're dead be like i'm gonna sacrifice this by the way just to, just to rub it in
0: well, it's not even an option, right? It's just you sack it if it is yeah. three or less. Yeah. So I just
1: mean they're dead, so like the game's oh. over, but you still wanted to just show them that you're mm. sacrificing their cards Yeah. <laughs> um. So I think I this card. I've seen people like say, "Oh, this card might be modern playable because of the plus oh. one and stuff," but it's like five mana. Yeah, it is five mana, and. One sided repeated discard is good, but like li- this is the same plus one that Liliana Vest had, except that Angrath also makes them lose two life. because uh, so it his plus one is like blightning, right? It's basically blightning, which right. made you like well, they made them discard two cards and it dealt two or three or something. But uh, repeatable, like just sitting there and ticking up and making your opponent discard a t- card every turn. Liliana Vest saw a little bit of play in standard in constructed like control decks or very controlling mid-range decks, as like a one-of. Mm-hmm. And I think Angroth could fill a similar, similar role because the plus one is nice, where you just sit there, you make sure that they have an empty hand, they have to play out their card every turn, and then you get to kill it because presumably you're head-on cards because you're a control deck. Uh, so it's it's a nice thing to be able to do, and like the minus three is nice, and the minus eight will kill them probably uh, as you go to the late game. The plus one fuels the minus eight. So... This isn't a card that you're gonna, I don't think you're gonna see a ton of, but like, it could be a role player in black red control decks.
0: That's a bummer. So,
1: it is a bummer. I I was hoping for a better black red planeswalker.
0: I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. So, like, black red, I know that like Grixis control and like there are black red control decks, but I just, like, we have like the mono red aggro and there's like the not so good black, mono black aggro deck. And I see black red and I'm like, oh, could this be like a top-end curve topper for an aggro deck, you know, mm-hmm. when it runs out of steam? Is this how it can win? Um and it feels like no. No. Unless dealing two damage for five mana is what you need. I mean,
1: no, like the thing you're describing, which is even questionable with this card, but like Chandra, right, is is what's seeing play is that curved topper yeah. for red, right? Where it does two a turn. Now your opponent has to try to kill that or kill you, and, like, it also ramps you, and it also kills creature. Like, Chandra's fantastic. And if you're in a red deck, then, like, Chandra's where you want to be absolutely over Angroth.
0: And it's one cheaper.
1: Yeah. But what like, I don't disagree with is people who are saying that Chandra's better in control decks, which isn't true if you have... If you're, like, a counterspell-based control deck. Um, or even if you're... Even if you're not, and, like, you're kind of in... Con- eh. More so for the counterspell-based control decks. But Angroth is nice... I, I played a little bit of Liliana vest when she was in the standard, and that plus one is is nice. Yeah, uh, it's a strong thing to be able to have. So, yeah. uh, and then your opponent like can't really play out small creatures, or they risk just having it killed by Ungroth and also taking some da- more damage. Than right,
0: small creatures like aren't really the problem, right? Like, so this has a minus three that's sort of like a removal spell for small creatures, but yeah. if they have big creatures that are, a problem, I just mean you're like
1: locking, you're basically locking them out of the game. With the plus yeah. one, the minus three, and like your control deck, presumably you have removal spells.
0: Yeah. Um, so you don't think the fact that like Chandra has uh, closer to a hard removal spell tacked on is?
1: No, I, I don't. I just don't like Chandra very much in control decks. Like, also double red, so you need mm, to be in a control deck that's deep enough into red, it to want it. Yeah. You can't really be in a control deck that's running counter spells. Like, there's a lot of restrictions around playing Chandra. Yeah. Um, whereas Ongroth, uh, I think, fills a similar role to Vest, where it was the kind of closer card that you play. It kind of makes sure your opponent can't get into the game while also killing them slowly and mm. like making sure that they'll lose, which is something that I, I do like in my win conditions, which is the ability to also make sure you stay ahead and make sure you remain right. stabilized. Uh, one of the reasons I'm a huge Kefnut fan here. <laughs> um, and like, you know, Dragon Lord Ojitai, right? You just play Ojitai, block and when the board is stabilized, you kill them. Like, a, a lot of the best wind conditions have that property. I just think Ongroth is clunky. Uh, it doesn't have... Its plus one is fine. Its other abilities aren't great. So, uh, small role player, similar to Liliana Bass.
0: Cool. Yeah. All right, what's our next card?
1: Dusk Charger. Uh, this is black three for a 3-3 three, three horse. Horse
0: tribal, Guys, it's real. Guys, we can bring it
1: back. We, we can play this with... Um, crested sunmare yeah
0: we officially have a four and a five drop horse and then we can play mimic so we're basically set we're
1: basically all all good uh this has ascend uh which again if you control 10 or more permanents you get the city's blessing for the rest of the game Uh, and dusk charger gets plus two plus two as long as you have the city's blessing so it's either a four mana three three or a four mana five five seems fine yeah limited this is fine yep <laughs> uh we have to see uh more of the set to know how hard it is to get the city's blessing and whether we can reliably assess this as a three three or four or five five um but like either way it seems fine yeah yeah <laughs> we all seen hill giants before uh so gleaming barrier is our next card this is two mana for a zero four artifact creature wall with defender when gleaming barrier dies it leaves behind a treasure you get a treasure when it dies
0: that's nice. Two mana wall is fine. Yeah. And uh, you you treasure when it dies. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're in limited you have a slow deck, I play wanna, this. Yeah.
1: I play some walls once in a while. Yeah.
0: You know? And if you're in Constructed, I would never play this. I once
1: drafted a blue-black uh, deck in Constructed, which was a bunch of walls and a Pearl Lake Ancient. And uh, I just sat there and then I killed them. It was great. Uh, it did have, like, counter-magic removal spells. Because uh... how else do you... Get through with, probably. Can't you know. uh, and our next card uh, is uh, has a rough translation. Um, the translation is Awakened Amalgamation, which is a four mana star star. It's an artifact creature. It's a golem. And its power and toughness are equal to the number of lands you control with different names.
0: Different names. Yeah.
1: So, like, at best, this is a four mana 4-4 four four when you play it.
0: Right. You play it on curve. Right. And you then have later it's lands. like a
1: four mana, maybe slightly bigger, that dies to a braid. <laughs> it's
0: probably not a four four, though. No, like, a four mana, I said. I know, I know. But like, do you really, I mean, you have.
1: I don't think the card is good. No, 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 no. no. Okay. But
0: I'm I'm just thinking like, I don't even think it would usually be a four four.
1: Yeah, that's also true.
0: Because like, you probably have two, two, okay, let's two say you're symptoms. playing teamer because sure. Because the deck. you're a smart person. Yep. Um, Who wants to win? But you played this card in, the, in your fever attack, <laughs> so you're like so you don't want to win that one, right? You don't want to win that bad, so you you play botanical sanctum, botanical sanctum,
1: spire bluff canal,
0: spire bluff canal, a dream and draw. you uh, grabbed a land A-tuned. with a tune, played a f- there. So know. this is a four mana three three. Four mana three three. It's bad, it's great. like so bad. Yeah, and then they kill it with a braid, So it yeah. is.
1: Uh, so our next card is swagging corsair, which is a w-
0: Swaggering. Oh, I'm Swagging. sorry. Swagging? <laughs> <It's> swag. swag. <laughs> hey, Katie.
1: Katie. Katie. What did the pirate's dog do when it was happy? Swag its tail? <laughs> it swagged its tail! All
0: right. So anyways, uh, swaggering. Yes,
1: this is red 2 for a 2-2 human pirate with raid, so raid is back. Enters battlefield with a plus-plus-1 counter on it if you attack the creature this turn. Uh, raid is a solid mechanic. Love it with pirates. 3-mana 2-2, fine. 3-mana Three 3-3, good.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: That is my evaluation.
0: I like it. All right, moving on. Frilled Death Spitter. Harsh. Yeah. Death Spitter.
1: Spits death. It
0: doesn't look that scary for a death. It's
1: spitting it in the art. It's spitting that death, that liquid. It, yeah. It's not vomit. It's death. It's death.
0: Um, it's a red 2 for a 3 2 dino. Has enrage. When it's dealt damage, it deals 2 damage to target opponent.
1: Mm. So you better hope that your opponent uh, is at like 2 life. Because otherwise, I mean, it's not really spitting death.
0: Yeah, it's basically. It, it looks like it's probably three mana deal two damage to your opponent.
1: It looks like it should be like frilled shock spitter, or frilled, like it's it's not spitting death if it's just two damage. It's very yeah. misleading.
0: It's like that's what I'm upset about. A little bit of pain. <laughs>
1: yeah, frilled discomfort spitter. Mm, there yeah. you go. Yeah, that's good. Uh, we've seen this kind of you know design in the last set with dinos three mana for a 3-2 or 2-3 that more or less trades off you get the enrage once and call it a day yeah uh, this isn't a card that's great i like the three mana two threes better than the three twos because they have a shot at like living eh. um three two will probably trade with something and you'll get to shock your opponent in the process uh if you're very aggressive then i might be more likely to play this because maybe it'll get an attack in and then it's maybe doing five damage for three mana which eh
0: on three so, mana, though, how aggressive are... I mean, like, this is going to swing on turn four. They have a blocker. Yeah, I don't
1: know what you're playing. Uh, maybe yeah. you're playing on Crop Crasher because you drafted it in a misprinted <laughs> pack of So Okay,
0: here's my dream. This trades with the 3-2... Two... No. Um, no, you just said it was. Okay. Then this yes. is your
1: dream. This is your dream game. This is what you strive for. Let I me hear a... it. Tell okay. me. Tell me your dreams. I okay, hopes.
0: it's not my dream. I think it would be funny if... This card traded with the three two Enrage that gains you two life.
1: Ah, uh, because yes. then
0: nothing happens. It's yes. just two three twos trading. Well,
1: Katie, I'm gonna do my best at the pre-release to make your dream come true.
0: I, I said it just. I be will funny. tell everyone. I downgraded to make sure it from they play
1: green red dinos, and everyone runs full Deathspitter along with the other one, and you have to do the same. So that way, there's a chance that they of will course. trade off. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah.
1: I hope I can make your dream come true.
0: Next, we have secrets of the Golden City. Ooh, it's like a crazy bird person looking at a book. It's an
1: even actually, Katie. Yeah. That's a that's an even. I mean, was my get in with the Vorthosio?
0: My description accurate? Crazy bird person.
1: I don't know what why you think they're crazy. They look crazy. Why do they look crazy? Just because they're they look different bird, from you? Because they're a bird. They look different from <laughs> You're you. Right.
0: I'm sorry. I need to challenge my assumptions. That's right. All right. Beautiful secret Golden Keeper City. Thank you. Um.
1: I don't know why I'm thinking you, so I am a knave, I am the queer person you were talking about. Yes, this is Blue Blue 1 for...
0: A sorcery with a send. The ten or more permanence thing. Blessings and all that. Blessings, um, blessings. <laughs>
1: draw two cards. If you have the city's blessing, draw three cards instead.
0: Uh, three, draw two, or three, draw three. So
1: this is like... The double blue makes it a little harder, but for the deck that wants it, probably not a big deal. Uh, this is basically Divination with Slate upside. Um, if, if, and this is a, a big if, if you can reliably get a Send, uh, a City's Blessing, sorry, um, whether by this card or another one, this card's really good. Because if we think back to uh, Painful Truths, Painful Truths saw play, because three mana for three cards is an incredible rate. Divination was played when there wasn't anything really better and it was mm. fine at its job uh but secrets if you can get it to be a three minute draw three strong like actively strong card uh, a otherwise deck, though it's yeah.
0: so hard because you don't play permanence other than lands right. how likely like how would you be triggering the blessing i
1: have no idea i'm i we gotta see the rest of the set Maybe there's another way to get City's Blessing other than via the Ascend mechanic. Maybe you just get it sometimes.
0: Mm,
1: Probably not. I don't think but...
0: so. Maybe you're playing a control deck with Metallurgic Summonings.
1: And then why are you... like? Then that means you lose all credibility. Oh, no. No, I'm kidding. I love Metallurgic Summonings so much, and I want that deck that card to be played in a good deck. Um, no, Secrets... Yeah, I think you're right. Like, usually you want to play it on three, and then turn three, it's going to be a divination. Yeah. Um, But, I don't know. If you can magically get, get blessing by then, then you're good. Maybe there's a card. Blue, green one. Blue, green. Blue, green. Put ten treasure into play. Sacrifice them. And then mana burn happens. So you have to use the mana right away. No, that's really good you could play That's you could play crazy. The dinosaur on turn
0: yeah okay alright so alright oh, so let that be so fun no you could it then wasn't. you could loop them
1: where you go like you cast the first one for two mana you have ten mana floating then you spend two of that to like cast play another one another one another and one. one and then you fireball them for forty and they're dead <laughs>
0: alright so yeah this is why wizards doesn't print those cards yeah so
1: this is divination uh we have better stuff with glimmer yep um if we didn't have glimmer then I'd say you play this, possibly, because in the late game, three mana for three cards is great. Yes. Next card. Enter the Unknown. This is green, sorcery, target creature you control, explores, so explore is still around. And you may play an additional land this turn.
0: That's nice. That's super
1: nice. Do you know what the nicest thing about this is? Tell me. There's It's it's two explorers.
0: <laughs> it's two <laughs>
1: explorers, Katie. <laughs> explore lets you play an additional land so the creature explores and then you explore it's too ex- oh i love it they should have printed this card with alex Bertoncini's face uh on it in that that kind of moment when he's cheating
0: no no uh, They it should... could just have had flavor text to explore
1: oh my gosh i'm so like i'm so happy that wizards did this and i'm also so sad that they didn't do something like that <laughs>
0: Because that would have been so That would so be a little funny. bit too snarky for a company. No, of that would
1: be so funny. It's <laughs> such a meme already. Ah, oh. oh, Yeah, I love it. So, quality of the card. What do you think?
0: Uh, I would play it in limited. I, it's it's a one mana ramp spell that helps you find lands by exploring. Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. We this, have big stuff to so, get to. This card
1: is very good uh very good explore is a very good magic card however explore uh, is a very good it is a oh, very good oh, magic that, card it's that's incredible card. magic yes, card yes, yeah yes. uh however wait the... what this explore read it's green one you may play additional land this turn uh, and i think it lets you draw a card as well
0: uh-huh.
1: yeah um so this card though a lot of people are like oh my gosh this card is incredible but it, it targets a creature you have to have a creature you, like you can't do this on turn one yeah and you risk being blown out by removal spells oh that so, would be
0: so bad absolutely
1: so this this card has major downsides and that it yeah. targets a creature if you can reliably do it though like the it's great like it's so good it gives you like a, approximately a scry it gives you somewhere between a scry and a draw. And then also lets you play an additional land, which is a really powerful thing to be able to do, especially if you're on the draw. So I like it a lot. We'll have to see going forward. Uh, it's just it just seems it seems
0: it's not better than a tune and energy.
1: No, 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 no.
0: But no, if uh, there a little, were yeah. a dino, deck. Oh, it's just like. It's just. Or any it's green just and about, dark That wasn't energy. It's just
1: about can you afford to risk being blown up by removal? Yeah. And like maybe you just play around it and you don't cast it when they have harness lighting up. But then like if you're doing that, hopefully it has something else to do. I don't, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. It's a it's a very powerful card, but like the fact that you have to target a creature is a very major downside. So yeah. it has high upside, high ceiling, high floor, low floor. Um. So it'll be interesting to play with. Interesting. We'll see. Yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like it might also depend on, like, the meta, right? Like, if you're expecting a lot of control decks with, I don't know, you know, that are holding up removal for your creatures, right? Mm. If someone's playing, I mean, you wouldn't play this in a teamer deck, but if you're playing against a team or deck, maybe they're holding up harness Lightning, but they're supposed to be playing out threats to kill Yeah, and it's you. funny so because,
1: like, like, the major control deck being blue-white, like, blue-white can't do, do anything. Spot they don't spot yeah. removal. Yeah. Like, you can easily enter the unknown, um... Yeah. But I, I think, like honestly, the bigger problem is most of the metagame is not approach right or blue white or right. Drake Haven. It's Teamer and red. Yeah, and both of those decks have. I mean, red has one. Yeah, removal.
0: red has plenty. Yeah, red um, has plenty, plenty of removal. Teamer, I feel like those. Even is Teamer in this... is
1: running sprays main.
0: I know, but I do. Well, sometimes, yeah. But I, I feel like Teamer's in this weird place where like it would like to be holding up removal sometimes and holding up counter magic, but like it also wants to be playing out its creatures
1: but like yeah and but teamer can do that often just because
0: its creatures are so good
1: well it's because like it 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 does such a good job of hitting us land drops that it's often going to have especially as you move toward the late game or mid game it's going to have mana up and like it's not inconvenient because all your stuff your big stuff is like your your best plays are all two and three mana right and then Mm. five mana so, like, you're able in to between, go in between yeah. on turn four, right? You have a lot of opportunities to do that. Or if you resolve a servant, you have an opportunity on turn three to do it. Um, and if you're, like, on the draw you, or play, you sometimes, like, will intentionally not play something out. So you can blow them out if they play a two-drop uh, because then you're basically double-spelling. Um, so I, I wouldn't feel comfortable playing it right now. Yeah. But I could be wrong.
0: All right, our next card is Tender Shoot Dryad. This is green four for 2-2. Two, two.
1: I have high hopes. Old, old Growth Dryads, that card was incredible.
0: On uh, uh, one dryad. mana 3-3, three,
1: three, I was oh over the moon.
0: Um, what about I hope that this whole... card is as good. As good. Yeah. As good. yeah. Um, so it is a five mana 2-2. Two, two.
1: Yes! <laughs> We're starting off strong, guys. We're starting off very strong. That's five mana 2-2. Two, two. I'm in. Continue.
0: It has a send. Okay. And at the beginning of each upkeep, so if it sticks around for a full turn, yeah. then you get a 1-1 one, one green yes. so hold on, if it Okay, token. so
1: I'm paying 5 mana for a 2-2, two, two, and if it lives mm-hmm. for a turn, I get a 1-1. One, one.
0: That's right. Oh my But gosh. wait, there's more. There's, oh, there's more. Sapperlings you control get plus 2 plus 2 as long as you have the 6 What was Wizards
1: eight. thinking? So. What were they thinking? It's this...
0: probably the next upkeep. You get a 3-3, three, three, so you have a total of 5 power over the course of 2 turns for just 5 mana.
1: I, I love this card so much. This is such a powerful effect.
0: So sad.
1: Um, can I can I be on a little honest, though? Yeah. Can I be a little honest? Yeah. I think uh, this card could be really good in f- three months, four months. Why? Because sapperlings are on Dominaria.
0: Okay, but... Five mana and it's in range of literally any removal spell you can think Doesn't of. Doesn't matter. Spray, if, you, if shock, you, no, 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 lightning.
1: You're not, No, no, no. Listen. You go to dominaria. <laughs> you go to dominaria, and we get a bunch of Saproling tokens, and you get end up playing a deck on like saproling token deck. Then that means you're gonna automatically have a send when you play it for five mana. If you have like five tokens and five lands. Then you have you, you're good. And then now, all of a sudden, like, the, the every turn you get a sapperling means that uh, you could get triggers every turn when sapperling CTB. And it also means that right away, suddenly all your one ones are three threes, and you can just swing, right, and, yeah. and do a lot of damage. So, like, this could be a lord for a tribe that will be big in a couple of months. Um, right now, the card is obviously, like, terrible. But yeah. um, it could be good in a couple months it won't maybe you don't even want in the Saproling token deck if there is such a thing if Saprolings even come back in dominaria uh, maybe you don't even want this card but i think that it's a possibility and just like keep it in the back of your head when you're looking at dominaria spoilers in a little bit
0: yeah okay can i just get a clarification on ascend too i'm reading mm-hmm. the um reminder text for it if you control 10 or more permanents you get the city's blessing for the rest of the game is that an etb or cast trigger like when does it check the permanence? Yeah. When Tender d- Shoot Dryad enters, will it see itself and check for that when it ascends? Well,
1: it's not a trigger.
0: Yeah. But like does the spell have to resolve? If you counter yes. this, can you still ascend? No. So that I, is I it...
1: believe it needs to be if you can I'm really yeah, I don't know. You just get it. Cuz there's also like on if you just... spells. Yeah, I wonder if uh So
0: they don't have to enter.
1: Well, since this isn't a trigger, I think the moment you have ten permanents, you ascend. Maybe we should read on. A, I think Wizards published an article today,
0: okay. on a, uh,
1: on that. Let me. Oh yeah,
0: because it it doesn't even say when it casts. So if it's just on the field and you play your tenth permanent,
1: yeah, then you should, you should ascend at that point because you have ten. So therefore, you ascend. Okay. Uh, because it's not a triggered ability. Right, right, right. Um, so if it's
0: out, it happens. Yeah. But if you're casting it, then I don't know it may or may not matter
1: yeah so let's see i am pulled up uh wizard's mechanics article uh it's not a permanent emblem nothing you destroy it it's just something true about you i like that they're like as a feature they're like yeah no way to interact with this guys there's no way to get rid of it there's no way to interact with it this has never gone wrong before <coughs>
0: energy
1: Hmm. yeah Uh, yeah so that what they said we were right if ascend is on a permanent it constantly checks to see whether you control 10 or more permanents the moment you do you get the city's blessing it doesn't use the stack it can't be responded Uh to it just happens because there's no triggers or anything so yeah yeah and if you control 10 then go back to eight doesn't matter uh you still have um city's blessing
0: okay so while you're casting it if you have 10 you'll ascend as soon as it resolves yes and when it enters, part of the spell, right? Okay, it doesn't use the stack.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, well, ascend doesn't use the stack, but like you can
0: kill something. So if I
1: cast Secrets of the Golden City and they counter it, then I will not ascend.
0: Right. 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 Yeah. Um... Or if you cast the Sapperling guy and they respond by killing one of your permanents, taking you down to eight. Right then you, you will not ascend.
1: Because it'll be your ninth permanent right. when it comes in. To...
0: But you'll ascend on the next upkeep that's when you right. have that one. That's one right. That away. one one. <laughs>
1: yeah. So that's cool.
0: Alright, cool.
1: So uh, okay. So next we have uh a card that I'm really excited about, which is Journey to Eternity. So Journey to Eternity is another uh, of the enemy colored enchantment flippy lands cycle. Uh, Journey to Eternity is black green one, and uh, legendary enchantment, and it's an aura, which is the first we've seen that's an aura. Uh, Enchant creature you control. When enchanted creature dies, return it to the battlefield under your control. Then return Journey to uh, to Eternity to the battlefield, transformed under your control. It turns into Atzal Cave of Eternity. Uh, it can be tapped. It's a legendary land. Tap it to add one mana of any color to your mana pool, and you can pay green block three and tap it to return target creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield. This
0: is so good.
1: I love this card. This is this is really good. Um, so, the big downside, right, is it's an aura, which means that in response to targeting, they can kill the creature, and then mm. you've been two for one, you lose your ability to play this really powerful card, etc. Uh... But the ups like this card or is really good.
0: If it resolves then they exile your creature.
1: Sure, sure. That would also happen. But like the only exile things we see are Vraska's contempt, right?
0: And I mean so instant speed, yes, yes, yes. If you have no way to sack this instantly, but people are playing bindings.
1: Oh yeah, binding and cast out.
0: And cast out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a little. Mm-hmm. But you're right. For the most part and settle. Yeah. Um but yes, for the most part, if you get it down, you're yeah. good.
1: So this just, I like this card because it feels like you can try it in a lot of places and it would be really fun. Mm. You could put it in uh, a black green aristocrat style deck where yeah. you play this immediately sack and then you just go mad with like, you return something and you immediately sacrifice you get ETBs, like you just get so much power and synergy. Um, but this is also a uh, like Scarab God-esque card for grinding mid-range mm. mirrors or as you go to the late game. And it's not Scarab God, right? It has some things that are better than Scarab God and has some things that are worse than Scarab God. Okay. First, it is in different colors, black and green versus blue and black. Second, it costs five mana instead of four mana. Third, Scarab God is repeatable. This is not. Fourth, Scarab God scries a bajillion and drains your opponent every turn. Uh, fifth, this is on a land, uh, which makes it much harder to interact with. Uh, you basically can only stop it with Field of Ruin. Uh, or, I think, Sorceress Spyglass, if you want to use that.
0: Oh my gosh. Um,
1: but yeah, like, you, Field no. of Ruin is the realistic way that you deal with this card. Um, otherwise, you can't really stop it, um, unless you stop it when it's on its aura side. Right. So, I I think this card is great. Uh, you Oh yeah, the third spot it fits, right? So we said, mid-range grind, uh, Aristocrat, Sacrifice. And third, like, Reanimator. Like, you could bull build tie Reanimator with... Liliana, Scarab God, Journey to Eternity. And then, you like, can you just, like, every turn bringing back a noxious Gearhulk? Especially if you have a way to sacrifice. Like, you bring back Gearhulk, sack it. Bring back Gearhulk, sack it. And you just do that every turn. Like, that's the other thing that, like, Scarab God can't really do. Because Scarab God exiles creatures, right? Right. So, I am uh, really excited by this card. It feels like a build-around kind of card. Like, mm-hmm. similar to how Whip of Erebos was. Um, and, uh, I'm excited to see where this will fit. I think this card is, is fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's really cool. And I think the green-black cost, um, obviously the colors are very appropriate to Mm -hmm. the flavor of the card and the mechanic, but, um, I I think it, it'll fit well with, like, the sorts of cards and decks that we have. Yeah. There's Soul decks running around, there's still, like, Snake and... And so, like And there's the reanimator deck, yeah. which is black, and they can certainly fit in some and green. And even the front
1: side, just the fact that when the creature dies, you get it back. That's great. Right? Yeah. You get to put this on a rogue refiner, draw another <laughs> card, put it on a siphoner, and you get to, you know, continue to draw removal spells toward your siphoner. Um, it's just a, it's a, it seems like a really cool card. Uh, yeah. But again, same problem as uh, the explore card had is like, right. can you overcome the auras problem? Yeah. Which we haven't seen because nobody plays auras.
0: Right, right.
1: Outside of uh, Pummler which plays cartouches and yeah. stuff. Uh,
0: and the exile removal. Like, if people are playing this, it's going to be in a more black, heavy deck. There's going to be more contempts running around. This gets worse. Oh, you're talking about, like, mirrors?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, which maybe then you're more motivated to make sure that you're able to sacrifice the creature. Or put right out away, a creature right. Or in response or something. yeah, Yeah. But... Great card, cool card, excited to see Very where cool. that falls. Um, what's our next card?
0: Uh, we have Form of the Dino. Dino- Form Dinosaur. of the Dino? They, they spell out the whole word. It's kind of lame. It takes, takes a lot of space, but whatever. Yeah. Um, red, red, four. When Form of the Dino enters, your life total becomes 15.
1: That's a lot.
0: Unless you're at 20, then it's less. <laughs> life
1: gain in red, what?
0: Or life loss, who knows?
1: Yeah, but like... Probably life gain. Okay,
0: but, okay. Well, if you are in a red aggro deck, if your life is low, you've, like, already lost. That's not
1: true. No. I've lost so many games against Ramon Up Red while we're both at two life.
0: Oh, that's true. You kind of raised them in teamer. Yeah. Okay, never mind. So, anyways, probably life gain, up to 15. To
1: be clear, the card's terrible in an aggro deck. You don't want to play <laughs> a six-drop that doesn't do anything in an aggro deck. But, uh, it gains also, I would be crushed if I had, like, all of the games against Up Red come down to like, okay, can you like race them with their glory bringers? And if they just play this and gain 12 life, I would lose. And I'd be really sad. And then I'd be like, why are you playing this card in your deck? It's terrible. And they'll be like, but they I just, just beat won you with it. it. And I'll be like, guys, that's results-based oriented thinking. That's not a good way to think. And they're going to be like, I still beat you with it. And I'll be sad. And you'll still sad. be sad. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, anyways, there is more text on this card. Is there? Yeah. At the beginning of your upkeep, Form of the Dino deals 15 damage. That's right. 15, folks. Uh, to target creature. An And opponent controls creatures only. And that creature deals damage equal to its power Yeah, I mean, to it's you. not...
1: It's no Star of Extinction. Okay? So, we were yeah. dealing with 20 damage, and now we're only with 15. I'm... I'm underwhelmed, let's say.
0: Okay. And, and it's gonna kill you.
1: Uh... Honestly, I don't think this card will kill you very often in a normal game of Magic. Like, yeah. if you have any kind of a board, this is basically, beginning of your upkeep, destroy a creature your opponent controls. That's yeah. pretty good. Uh, then, like, if you're playing this in EDH, you get to do things like donate a stuffy doll to your opponent and then shoot stuffy doll and your opponent takes 15 and you don't take anything. So, you can do, uh, like, fun things with it. Yeah. but You do have
0: to be careful, though, because it's not a may. You have to yeah, shoot have a to. creature and you have to take damage. Yeah.
1: Uh, but only an opponent control. So, like, once they right. run out of creatures, you're fine. Yeah. Yeah, so. Cool card, cool card. Uh, I would totes play this in limited, because this is a great top end, uh, and everything in limited is pretty weak anyways, so you're not going to die.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but will 15 damage be enough to kill all the creatures that you afraid That's a that afraid question. Of?
1: Uh, it does kill Galta.
0: What's Galta?
1: The 12 dino.
0: Oh, it does! But it does
1: not kill Galta if galta has four cartouche of knowledge on it mm. cartouches of knowledge on it i'm sorry <laughs>
0: luckily cartouche of knowledge was printed in a different again set. you got
1: this mint printed pack with cartouches and drop under- <laughs> crasher i i don't know what happened
0: all right uh we have another merfolk we've seen a couple pretty sweet merfolk today and this is our legendary merfolk what's homeboy. wrong with your voice <laughs> I'm just excited about the merfolk.
1: And when you're excited, <laughs> you talk like this. We've seen some merfolk today.
0: Merfolk homeboy. What's wrong? Oh, man. Or homegirl. Unclear.
1: Kumina is a male. Cool. It was, again, you need to pay, you need to get your fourth house on, Katie. It's all in the story, Borthos? it's in the magic lore.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, tell me Tell me about Kumana. Kumina, Kumina okay.
1: was in the merfolk tribe. And was oh, like, I just
0: met the card. I don't really care that much about the tribe, <laughs> except to play it because it's pretty cool
1: pretty cool and yet you don't want to know anything about it
0: they're pretty colors good enough for me
1: awesome good excellent i'm glad that we are doing this podcast together uh kumana tyrant of araska is green blue one for a two four legendary creature merfolk shaman and has three abilities tap another untapped merfolk you control Kumena can't be blocked this turn tap three untapped merfolk you control not another so you can tap Kumena. draw a card and tap five on tap merfolk you control. Put a plus and plus one counter on each merfolk you control.
0: It's pretty sweet. It's like,
1: it's one of those cards that you're like, wow, those are good abilities. But this, I doubt this will ever see Constructed play. Like, you, what do you do? Like, what are you doing? If you've built up a, I don't know, it, you're I just said a whole bunch of nothing. Water. I need like 10 words to say yeah. nothing. You're... You need to play this with deep brew waters, right? You
0: have to, yeah. Because you, really you have to go wide. Um, I don't know why
1: you want to make uh, Kumena unblockable. It's a two four. Like,
0: yeah. Who cares about attacking? Um, ten deck. turn clock.
1: Uh, next, if you're playing Merfolk and you're going wide, like maybe you want to start drawing cards. I think yeah, because
0: the, they just wiped your board.
1: I think the best thing, honestly, is like if you can just play this and immediately put a counter on everything. If you've gone quite wide, like that might be good. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I have to see if the, what the Merfolk deck looks like and if it's remotely viable. But I, I'm, like, not super excited by this card.
0: Yeah, it feels like a bad Zombies right now. Yeah. Because the tap three is the same cost as Cryptbreaker, which is great without the... You, you lost a life for Cryptbreaker, yeah. You did. But that didn't matter. Cryptbreaker was one mana, too. Yeah, which which mattered a lot. Just
1: incredible.
0: And the important... And
1: Zombies was, like, a a slow... like it, I mean, sometimes it was very aggressive and fast. But often, right, you played it as just, like, build just a huge horde yeah. and just well, draw also, more cards the zombies
0: like were all tutus when you went wide like you had you had like a, a bunch of spells that would yeah. put two tutu zombies into play right or you could discard there yeah. and make a zombie like deep Root waters is currently the only way to go wide with merfolk and they're one ones yeah i mean they're hex proof which, if you're putting counters on them and they're getting big, could matter. But and like, Breaker, they're so small. The,
1: the thing you just mentioned too, where you discard and make a zombie, right? Like, Cryptbreaker was incredible because it, if it resolved as a one drop and lived, you were guaranteed to have a two drop, right? If you were, and it, it made it so you couldn't flood. Like, Cryptbreaker was a really, really good Magic card. Um, Kumena, I have to see the deck and make a decision then because I feel like this is super contextual. Because yeah. all of its abilities deal with having other merfolk out. so right. like, And a lot of them. A lot of them. Like a lot. Because the first ability is not worth anything. The second ability could be okay. Uh, but then we would expect Fish to be playing a game more akin to zombies. Right. And less akin to like modern merfolk where you just play ten lords and kill them. Well, um,
0: we, yeah. We, I mean, we don't have any lords. Yeah, but the really.
1: set's not, I mean, the set's not done. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it seems like if it's going to play a zombies esque game, which would make you very happy too, because then the tribe you want to play is similar to another tribe you enjoyed.
0: Yeah, well, I um, love zombies. I yeah. do well with zombies.
1: Because if it's playing a zombies esque game, then I think this card it, it improves a lot because yeah. it has the Crypt Breaker ability, and the last ability is inevitable. Like, if they can't kill you and you just put two, you activate the second thing twice, you're going to win the game.
0: Yeah, things are getting big. Yeah. And this is suddenly a. Four, four, yeah. and block And you're in goal. blue,
1: so like presumably you have some counter magic for when they inevitably settle your twenty creatures. Um, they wouldn't do that. Of course not. <laughs> yeah. So that's those are my uh, unclear and mixed thoughts on Kamina.
0: Yeah. And our last card, what is it?
1: This is the white Elder Dinosaur Zetalpa Primal Dawn. It is white, white six, uh, which is only the second most expensive that we have seen tonight. Uh, for a legendary Elder Dinosaur, it is a 4-8. Hmm. Would uh, have a couple abilities, huh?
0: Got some flying. Keyword soup going Got on. Got some
1: double strike. Got some vigilance. Got some trample. Got a little bit of indestructible sprinkled on.
0: Man. Okay. Eight mana. Flying. Double strike. Vigilant. Trample. Indestructible. 4-8. Yep. This is a bomb in limited. I would play it so fast. Oh, yes.
1: I don't... <laughs> so I mean, what fast. do you do nothing your opponent you're plays like staring this, at the like, contract uh, killing in your
0: hand like oh man okay it's
1: i can't block it i can't kill it
0: no then you like you i just,
1: can't even like raise because this thing has vigilance so like it just blocks and kills <laughs> it blocks everything and
0: kills and it deals t- eight damage yeah, each turn Cards yeah.
1: incredible in uh, standards like
0: tramples trample yeah trample yeah trample yeah
1: it's just too expensive in standard oh yeah, yeah. um yeah, and yeah. it's also like you mentioned the exile effects feels real bad if they rascals contempt or binding or yeah you
0: know, cast If there Devils. if there weren't very also, much like X-O... It,
1: counter spells.
0: Yeah, that's true. Counter it's spells eight mana.
1: Like you can't really hold up counter magic and play this and no. counter their like it yeah. So I don't I don't have high hopes for it in constructed no. unless mm? unless and here's where I do. Uh if a reanimator deck comes together, then you could see this. Because this is a pretty good reanimation Oh my target.
0: gosh, it'd be a great reanimation I would target. prefer
1: if it had an ETB as well. Yeah. Um, But, like, this is good. If you re- yeah. you can Liliana this, you can Journey to Eternity uh, at the little caves or whatever this. Mm-hmm. Um, So if you can mill this and bring it back, that's pretty awesome. And yeah. if, even if you Scarab got it, like, honestly, a 4-4 Flying Double Strike Vigilance Trample Indestructible is not the worst thing to have yeah. either. Yeah. I so, mean, the
0: 8 toughness doesn't even like why does it have eight toughness when it's indestructible so
1: they can't uh so if you play play against the other one <gasps> your opponent has one and
0: it can block the trample it can't damage trample over exactly there you go exactly. it's for the mirror matches it is it is where you both uh, have legendary elder dinosaurs that yes. cost eight mana <laughs>
1: i think it's really because they wanted it to be an eight eight and so they like give it double strike yeah for like a four eight um but yeah card's great Card's great, uh, and great limited, and cool, and reanimator, and otherwise, uh, probably uh, don't play it.
0: It's too bad. It's I feel like it's like close for control decks. I think you get if it weren't so expensive because it has like pseudo protection with the indestructible. Don't forget sunbirds. You can sunbirds it, Katie. Oh my god!
1: Pretty good. And when you said it was last card, you lied.
0: Well, that's because one just one just just came out.
1: And this is an exciting one. This is the vampires legend.
0: Okay. Uh, this has been. I'm not referenced. excited about the vampire deck, though. I don't think it's good.
1: Okay. Well, Alenda uh, was a major, major character in vampire yeah. mythology. I like from her Ixalan. hair.
0: It's kind of curly. Oh,
1: you have no appreciation.
0: Go on. No appreciation. All right. She's she's a vampire. Alenda,
1: the Dusk Rose, is black white one. Wait, Dusk. Sorry, black white
0: Or like Dusk Rose. Like, is it a rose? You know, the flower that's. That's dusk, or is it like dusk rising?
1: <laughs> I'm like pretty sure it's the flower. Otherwise, yeah. they might call it Alenda the Dusk Rising, which actually would be a dope name.
0: Yeah, that would. That be... would be a lot better,
1: <laughs> Alenda the no, Dusk. No, it doesn't rising. really make
0: sense because dusk falls. Yeah, that
1: doesn't make sense. Dusk falls. Yeah,
0: but it'd be cool.
1: Dusk falling. Dusk? No, 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 but like Dusk dawn rising, rising sounds yeah. cool. Dusk rise. I don't know. Anyways, all right. Alinda. So uh, Alenda is black, white, two one. Katie, Sorry. Katie, you're spoiling the spoilers. <laughs> Black, white, two for a one-one. It is a legendary creature. It's a vampire knight.
0: Why would you pay four mana for a one-one? Let's find out. Yeah. It has
1: life link, so you can gain one life every turn. You know, uh, whenever another creature dies, put a plus and plus one counter on Alenda the Dusk Rose. When Alenda dies, create X 11 vampire creature tokens with life link, where X is Alenda's power.
0: It's a it's a worm. It's a worm. Siege worm. Worm coil. i mean going let you just throw Worm here. coil engine.
1: Good. Good, good, good. It is nothing like worm coil engine. Um,
0: It is. It, it leaves has a
1: dies trigger, and that's about it.
0: Yeah, that leaves behind creatures equal to its power with lifelink, but not the death touch side. It's very close. It's basically a worm coil engine sure. in vampires.
1: Um, This is cool. Yeah. What are your thoughts on it?
0: I, I don't see a standard vampires deck coming together, but I think it's very cool.
1: Yeah my hope hope is low again though like
0: go wide
1: no i was going to say again this feels like a sacrifice thing like if you're uh. in obson and you get to play this with journey to eternity you get and you have a sack outlet you can repeatedly loop Alinda and sack her and like sack a bunch of other things sack her get a bunch of 11s and then do it again the next turn mm. uh, which is pretty strong um but, like, at face value, you can't play this. You can't play a four mana 1-1. One, one.
0: No. No. It'd be sweet if you could figure out some way to, like, put counters on her easily. Because if you could, like...
1: You need... I mean, in a, in the green-black rights deck, like, you might be able to play this, right? In, like, the old... Green, where you have an Antuco yeah, husk, yeah. you sack your board, and they leave Scions, and you sack those. And now, then you sack Elenda, and then you sack all of the vampires, right? Yeah. That's crazy. You have, like... This doubles the number of cards that you have to sacrifice on board if you have a sack deck and you have right. like an Intuigo husk.
0: We just don't have that effect right now. The drain. We sack uh, and
1: drain. Well, we don't mm. have drain. No. We do have a couple of sacks.
0: Yeah, I mean, so the the thing I was thinking about was Yeheni.
1: We have other things though. Uh, there's a. I think there's something from kaladesh a black creature that you can sacrifice to put a counter on it there's also one that you have to pay for which isn't as good oh. um where you it's the three one that you sack a creature artifact and it becomes indestructible and gets +1 counter um so you could make like oh, a yeah. really big one of those but paying mana is just right. a deal breaker um but yeah again keep an eye on it. if there's a if there's like a a sack deck then I, this alenda i could see play
0: yeah I guess actually, and I didn't. There's really... not
1: even a good way to uh, interact because if you play this and it resolves, and you have like eight creatures that you want to sack, if you sack one, they're like respond, kill Elena, and then you just sack, sack the other seven, and then response. you sack Elena.
0: Yeah, I mean it is Elena. cool. It's whenever another creature dies. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be your creatures. No. They don't have to be sacked. If you have, that, uh, I don't know, a way to kill all your opponent's creatures all of a sudden.
1: <laughs> right? Can you think of a way to do that? <laughs>
0: Here, here. If you can. Wait. I'm interested. Here's the next level play that someone has done against me. I guess you, you play. 100. You play. Fumigate. And then, in response to your own Fumigate. Yeah, you. You're in green also. You cast. Hero's. Inter- Heroic Intervention.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then your guys have X Proof.
0: And Indestructible. And indestructible. And this survives, and all their creatures die. And then this is big.
1: And- well, all your opponents do. Like, none of yours do, so then you don't get the combo with your own creatures. So it's kind of a non-bow, if you think about it.
0: You do get the... What do you mean? You get the counters
1: from your creatures dying. I want to kill my own creatures. What if your opponent only has three creatures?
0: Then this and becomes a 4-4 four four for four mana. Not, Value!
1: Terrible. terrible. You just spent two cards and seven mana <laughs> to get four 1-1s. One Congrats. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Yeah. So that wraps up uh, our first episode of Spoiler Season it was a bit of a long one but we had a lot of cards to cover this week uh or today Uh, and actually i lied Uh, uh, there's another card that just came out so our next card is glorious destiny this is white two enchantment uh ascend if you control 10 or more permanents you get the city's blessing of the game as glorious destiny enters the battlefield choose a creature type creatures of the chosen type get plus and plus one (gasps) They have vigilance as long as you have the city's blessing.
0: Oh, this is what we needed—a tribal pump. In what? I don't know, Merfolk.
1: In white? Shh.
0: Listen. Tell me more of your ideas. I don't I'm know. Very interesting. I just like your stupid little one-one hex-proof Merfolk. They're two-twos now. No, this
1: is this is humans. Metallic mimic. There is Lord no humans. Humans are back, Katie. They're they're back. They're back. I'm telling you.
0: Uh, only because they're hanging out with dinos, but then you just play dinos. Well,
1: it's weird. So the white tribes are dinos, but those are like Naya. They're not even heavy in white. Yeah. So like, really and they're this already is huge. So like, yeah. why do
0: you need this? So this is like, and vampires is like bad, so you wouldn't play this. Yeah, I. Because you wouldn't play this vampires. Doesn't seem great. Um, Cats.
1: Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you want to play a terrible deck, uh, this will make whoa, the deck whoa. slightly less terrible. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Uh, again, though, Dominaria did have tribal components. Watch for Dominaria. Naming Saproling right. with this, if you're in tokens, <gasps> then they're four,
0: good. four Saprolings with the other guy out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's
1: incredible. Um, yeah, and we'll have to see because so this is another piece. We have this. We have uh, Immortal Sun. We have Vanquisher's Banner. Oh. We have a like a lot of anthems right now um so maybe there's a deck that all wants all sorts
0: of mana costs and in yeah. several colors so if you jam
1: in like all 12 anthems and you have like 26 lands <laughs> and like you know you can maybe afford to play 10 creatures or so in your deck and uh well, after no, are there everything... any like
0: big token generators right like this doesn't specify non-token right like if you could go wide with anthems I think that's the way.
1: Can you think of any token effects?
0: No, that's why I'm asking No, there aren't any. Um, There's Servo Exhibition. We have the
1: bad... uh, (sighs) So we have, like, the bad... um, Queens Queens Commission. Commission. And Call of the Feast. Yeah. And then you have, like, tokens, right? Which, like, Servo. Mm. um, Servo, Thopter. um, But, like, you're probably not running Thopters with white. So, like, honestly, probably just Servo is your your what you're naming but i don't think like on tokens or esper tokens or just black white tokens doesn't need an anthem like they go so enormously wide that plus one plus one does not matter whatsoever right uh the vigilance is like kind of nice because it lets you just suicide all of your creatures every turn (laughs) um and then you leave them back to block as well but i i don't think tokens cares about this card like because i played tokens for a while and i wouldn't play this card yeah
0: what happened to that um there was the deck with the three mana it's um just... artifact that made a one one whenever you cast a spell a creature. Oh, Oketra's monument.
1: Oh monument, yeah. I mean, it's awkward though because the monument Monument's turns out like warriors. Three. Um oh. and that like you have to maybe maybe you could find like if there are enough vampire warriors then I don't I don't know, but like maybe you are able to play this in Name Warrior, and then you're okay with Mimic. You have Metallic Mimic, you have this, you have Monument, um, yeah. and you're just like mono white Warriors. Warriors. I, I don't know if that's a little thin though. Yeah. I think you get like like Vanguard. I think Adonto Vanguard I think is a Warrior. Um, I don't know. It's worth yeah, checking. Might it's be worth a looking. Lot of vampire warriors. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. anyways, those are all my ideas. It's interesting.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I guess I thought I had one more thing about this card, but probably not.
0: They might mostly be Vampire Knights. I'm not sure.
1: Mm, You might be right. So that is our real last card of the night. Uh, Even if more come out in the next five minutes, we're done. So thanks for listening to our first episode. Uh, Be sure to tune in tomorrow when we do more of these uh, exciting spoilers from Rivals Vixxel Uh, Thanks again to New England Comics you can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge and to Flipside Gaming at flipsidegaming.com. I'm Ryan.
0: I'm Katie. And this is Spoiler Spoiler Season. Season.